welcome to Warm and Fuzzy, a podcast dedicated to all things nostalgic. We review our favorite movies, TV shows, and talk about fun trends from our childhood. I'm your host, Amelia. And I'm your co-host, Shane. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warm and Fuzzy. That was very sensual, Shane. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm really good. Yeah, I just got a lot of work done today. um, And it's just, I don't know, I'm just in a good mood today, which is, I feel like, rare. Love that. She pushed through through it. She pushed through the doom and gloom. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I have like a little bit of leave, just like a little bit of break around my B day. So I just decided to like do me for a hot minute. You know what I mean? And just like, everyone's like, what do you have planned? And I'm like, literally nothing. I just want to like chill out and like take it easy for a hot minute mm. you know so that's exciting um i did a lot of cleaning today because we have like a house inspection tomorrow mm. so just wanted to make sure everything was all under control there don't you feel like when you have a house inspection or when you are leaving like an end of end of lease clean mm-hmm. you have to clean the most random things it's like the blinds like yeah. the tops of the blinds you yeah. have to clean like the tops of like the cabinet that you would never see the top of normally literally me cleaning my like plantation shutters today yeah. i was like <gasps> My God, I never clean these. I mean, they're like, they were pretty clean considering I don't think I've cleaned them in like six months. Mm -hmm. So I was like, they're pretty like, they're in pretty good nick. But like, yeah, just really random things like. The skirting as well. It's like, what? Why? Or like cleaning like, (laughs) this might not be random, but like cleaning like the windows to like my back, my backyard, like my Mm -hmm. back deck, like the window doors. Like, oh yeah. It's just usually not something I would like clean every week. You know what Um, I mean? I just point the hose at them. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And that's it. And and then they always have like speckles on them. So it's not ideal. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Um, what have you been watching this week? I've just been watching, I'm sure I've watched some things, but I've been watching a lot of Whitney and Timmy on YouTube. I've been catching up. Love. So they're doing Laguna Beach at the moment. Oh, um, iconic. So I've smashed through two and a half seasons of Laguna Beach okay. through them. And it's just like, honestly, like I know we talked about the cultural impact of the Olsen twins, but like the cultural impact that Laguna Beach had on our yeah. society, like... Obviously, they were influenced by the OC, mm-hmm. one of my other faves, because it was Laguna Beach, the real Orange County. That was yes, the tagline. Yes, I remember? was going to say, what came first? Was it? it yeah, was, was the it? OC. It was the OC, and then that's and then kind Laguna of what. Beach, it spawned. That's yeah. also what spawned like Real Housewives, because Real Housewives mm. of Orange County was the yeah. first, uh-huh. and it was based off like Julie from Julie Cooper. Julie Cooper from yeah. the OC. She's my favorite. She's my favorite. Too. Julie Cooper Nickel. <laughs> Julie yeah. Cooper Nickel went through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she always persevered, you know. Just one little stripper just <laughs> making his way in the world. <laughs> Come on, I, Gigi. <laughs> I need to rewatch the OC, but I loved it growing up. I think we could do an episode or five or a whole season on just rewatching Literally just the rewatching the OC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've been watching that. Um, and it's just so fun because it's like watching, you know, Kristen Cavallari as mm-hmm. a 16-year-old and seeing who she is now as a as an adult, you know, divorced, three kids, extremely successful businesswoman, like yeah. entrepreneur, Entrep- like, you know, cook, author, all these things. She's a cook? 
Yeah, she oh. was, she's made cooking books. Oh my god! Before, I think before she ever did any other kind of books, it was cooking books. She really is like the modern day Martha Stewart, isn't yeah. she? Like, like Martha Hello. Stewart, but make it twenty twenty two. Yeah. And then, like you know, in Laguna Beach, she was literally just the girl who was like, "Stevan, Stevan, yeah. my car is donezo." <laughs> like just iconic. Anyway, that's what yeah. I've been watching. What about you? Yeah, I think like sorry, I just want to touch on like Laguna Beach for a mm, minute. Yes, please. Um, Lauren Conrad in Laguna Beach as LC, well. LC, she LC. was known back then. Yeah, and I was obsessed with Low Bosworth. I don't know why, but I was obsessed with Low Bosworth. You know what I found out is that in season two, when Low kind of goes missing for a little bit, yeah, um, it was because Lauren found out that one of her friends had been feeding um, stuff to the media about her. Goss, yeah. um, and so she stopped speaking to Low, and that's why Low wasn't on the season as much. And then she came back, but it was actually Jen Bunny. <gasps> yes, which, I you remember. know, like, and we know that Jen Bunny is like a snake from watching yeah, the, hills, the hills. But like, when you're watching Laguna Beach, you have no idea who it could be. That's and right. also, you don't even know that that's a. It's not even a storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild. They kept anyway. it very like under the under wraps. But, but I love Low Bosworth. Like, why would you suspect? I feel but like she's Lowe quite a genuine a little, person. But Lowe was a little biatch in the hills later on. Yeah. Do you remember how mean she was to Audrina? Yeah, it's true. Like, although I'm sure it was fed to them by producers. <laughs> yeah. I also think, like, Audrina's dumb as a doorknob. So oh, like. I know. <laughs> Bless her. I know. And her, yeah. like, stupid long relationship with Justin Bobby. It's like, yeah, bitch, let it's it go. ridiculous. Let like, it go. even now, you watch her today, like, in the newer seasons of The Hills. And I'm just like, you still, like, just aren't. You're still, like... A light bulb that's half shining. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, got it she's just not got it. Like, cl- it's, something's not clicking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what have I been watching? Um, Bridgerton season two. How far into it did you Done. get? Done. Yeah, smash through it. Oh. I. Yeah. I can tell you're not loving it by the look on your face, but I'm really loving it. Yeah. I quite like the like addition of the charmers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think. I'm kind of like over the Bridgertons though, like as in the family. Mm. Um, like I just don't know how I feel about Anthony. The brothers are just like meh. And Eloise is just like eh as well. She overacts yeah. so much. Her yeah. and um, not the Countess, but uh, what's Reggie Jean's like is her his auntie. Yeah. With her. Yep, 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 yeah. yep, yep. Her and Eloise, they overact so much. Yeah. It irritates the shit out of me. They they pronunciate a lot and it's yeah, very it's like... Yeah, it's just like so overdone. It's very erratic. Because yeah. like we didn't even finish the first episode um, of the second season and we were watching the scene where the Sharmas are talking to that woman. Yeah. Um, and the whole time it was just so distracting listening to the older woman speak. Cause it was yeah. like, why are you being so dramatic right now? Like just so over the top. Yeah. Like you are not like, be like the other ones. Like just, act, just act. Just act. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I could agree with that. I just think like season two perhaps is missing a little bit of like the heart and soul that season one had. Mm. Let's face it. We were all mostly there for like, John Reg, John Reggie, whatever his name is, mm. the count from last season, you know. Yeah, I like even the first season. I didn't. I don't know. I just like it was like euphoria with the sex scenes. It's like yeah, what? And I know that like that's the thing that people loved about it, and that's what mm. they're getting. You know, a twisted knick is about <laughs> because there's because there's about. not enough in the second yeah. season supposedly. But it's like, oh my god! Like just watch euphoria. Then if that's you go right. watch. 
porn if you're this really... This is also <laughs> supposed to be a depiction of, like, high society England. Like, yeah. girls weren't going around willy-nilly having sex. Like, it was really scandalous to even be, like, in a room with another man. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, like... They, I think they put enough in there. But, like, I did think about it mentally as I was watching it. I was like, oh, there hasn't really been that many sex scenes. Mm. But, like, I think it's a good thing. Like, yeah, I thought of yeah. it as, like, a, like, oh, I'm, like, well, I'm, like, still watching this and enjoying this and there's, like, no sex. Yeah. So, yeah. just shows sex doesn't always, like, need to be no. in there for something to sell. No. Um, yeah. yeah, so I've been watching that. Um, I've been chiming in and out of Succession. Okay. So, <laughs> Josh has been watching it and I've just been like chiming in and out like as he's watching it. Mm-hmm. Which you means know, you're not loving it. No, I'm not not loving it. I'm warming to it, I think. Like the more I watch it, the more I'm like, oh, maybe I should just start this from the beginning and watch it. I think so. Um, but we're temporarily off the Gilmore Girls. We've just like taken a break. Um, and yeah, that's probably like the crux of my watching mm, for the week. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's lots of things that have come on. We watched, we started, we crashed as well about we were. Oh yeah, and then again that was just like a bit weird because they because so we watched the documentary about it obviously. Yeah. Um, but then this version, this depiction, they're kind of making it like Anne Hathaway or WeWork's wife was the reason that he started when he had already started the company before they met. Weird. Yeah. So they're like, I don't know. It felt like the movie was shaping up to be that they were a team and that they were doing it together when it was really the guy who yeah. built this company, turned it all to shit, and the wife was just kind of, you know, there. Yeah. Being a bit of a shit stirrer and pest. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so it was just weird. I think that as well about, like, the Disney Elizabeth Holmes with Amanda Seyfried. I forget mm-hmm. the name. The name's lost me now. The dropout. Dropout, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, how much of this is factual? Yeah. Like, is this court documented evidence? Yeah, was Sonny this, like, intense? Yeah. Because he is, like... Psycho. Yeah, an absolute grub. And so, like, creepy yeah. as well. But she's disgusting. Yeah. 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 And then it's just like, yeah, it's like, did Elizabeth Holmes know as much as she knew? Like, I feel like the answers still aren't all there for no. us. Yeah. To really well, like the case is still going. The case right? is still going. Yeah. yeah, like I definitely think she did. But like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's interesting to see how that's playing out. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it's interesting to see. Like, I wonder if this was really what like yeah. it was like behind the scenes. Because there seems to be all of these like remakes of documentaries happening right now, but they're making it into feature films or television shows. You yeah, know, like We Crash, The Dropout. They have the one with Uber. Super yeah. pumped. Um, yeah, so I sometimes I'm a little bit on the fence about like whether or not I'll watch it because it's like, do I really want to watch a fictional version of, you know, a fictional retelling of a documentary that I've already seen? Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I will say that I'm really enjoying The Dropout. I really, Me too. Yeah, I Me love too. it. I think I'm an episode behind. Like, I don't think I've watched the latest episode. Yeah, yeah. But because like when things get released week to week, I just forget oh, about it's them. so annoying. I yeah. just want everything yeah. there. Ready That's to go. kind of like what we're now prone to, to watch things now, mm-hmm. right? It's like I remember like setting a reminder Every for like week. 8.30. 8.30 at, on a Thursday. On a Thursday Charmed. to watch The Charmed. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> that was like, I was like, I was ready to go. Yeah. Like, I was sitting at. My have the video TV. in the recorder to yeah. hit that record button as soon as Rove ended. Yeah. That's it. See you later, Rove. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really. Um yeah, so it's like it's what I'm used to now. So like even with housewives, mm. like I quite often as much as I love it, 
I'll like sometimes go like three weeks without watching it and then like have to play catch up. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like, I forget, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, true. Yeah, I just start watching something else. Yeah, yeah. It's just hard to remember because we have an abundance of things to watch. That's right. Every week. And then on top of that, we watch the movie. So yeah. it's like, yeah, so many things to watch. So obviously we both watched some of the Oscars recently. Uh, yeah, well, I saw one particular scene and yes. I saw like... The looks, that's really my yeah. favourite thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a quite a tumultuous s- season, wasn't it? We spoke about this offline. yesterday, offline. Yeah. Um, and yeah, very disappointing behaviour from Will Smith. Mm. Yeah, it's so hard when you like love or you like have such a beautiful image of like a person yeah. or a person and like their like their family, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the Smiths are like such a cool family, you know, or like they're such like a progressive the family. The portrayal that they the way that they portray, the that themselves, they portray themselves and have for so many years has been so cool. It's made them seem like yeah, like such a progressive, like cool, like new age type of family. Totally. Until Jada did her red table talk mm-hmm. and talked about her entanglement with August Alsina and then that changed my opinion of <gasps> Not her forever. August Alsina. Yeah. I always forget about it and then you remind me and I get angry again and yeah. then like <laughs> I'll Well I sent forget. you that meme today that yeah. it was like Will get you my wife's name out your effing mouth and then there's a photo of her and August Alsina and it's like our wife. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. But um yeah, I just think like this it's wrong on so many levels. Mm. First of all, like, you know, violence is never the answer. We know that. We're all adults. Like, we know violence is not the answer. You handle your stuff, like, in the ad break. If you were that offended, speak to him. If you want to bitch slap Chris, bitch slap him off camera. Yeah. Where no one can see it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Don't embarrass yourself on national te- international television. Yeah. Right before... You're, you're nominated. Yeah. Keep it together. And like the biggest award show of the season, some would yeah. say. Like an Oscar is probably the most revered, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. kind of on par with the oh, Academy yeah. Winning Awards. Winning Best Actor yeah. as an the, Oscar, I, that is the height yeah. of, of um, whatever it's called. But that slap was not for Chris. No. That slap was for August. <laughs> the slap was for... But it was public humiliation that Will experienced years yeah. ago. Yeah. His wife made him look... Like a fool yeah. to the world. Like boo-boo. Yeah. Boo-boo to fool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. I just, I don't, I mean. Uh, and then like, yeah. obviously like G.I. Jane, alopecia, like we get it. It's but G.I. Jane is a compliment. Yeah. It's like She's Demi a badass. Moore, Demi Moore looks stunting in uh, that Demi movie. Moore was fucking hot. Yeah. Remember she yeah. shaved her head for that role. Yeah. She was like fit as fuck. Like. Yeah. And Jada's been rocking the short hair look for many years. And I understand that there is a conversation that I'm not involved in that comes to black women and their hair. Yeah. Um, So I'm not going to get involved in that. Totally. Yeah. But I think that when you have an award show, the host's job is to roast the guests. Yeah. If you can't, if there is something that you can't hack, then don't be there. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. That wasn't even a, that wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no. And I think like, like you said, I think there's multiple conversations that like, I probably can't speak on like about like, you know, the socio impact of like, you know, a black man hitting another black man on stage. Mm. Like, I think there's stuff that like, there's just like deeper contextual things that like 
set people back in their mindset because this has happened. Can you imagine if the uh, the Rock was up there yeah. and the Rock made that joke? Will Smith would not have got Will up Smith and slapped him. Will Smith would not have gotten up mm-mm, there. No, mm-mm. no, it's because no. it's Chris Rock. Is he target? Is he target? Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris Rock. Was, <laughs> you know what? He was just doing his fucking job. Yeah. It's the job of the host. Like Ricky Gervais has never got smacked in the head That's from right. all the fucked things that he's said and in Rick- award shows. He literally called the Academy last year like basically pedo enablers. Yeah, and it was. Quite funny. Ricky Gervais is hilarious. Yeah. He goes in. He goes in. Right? Like, and yeah, he's never faced that kind of attack. No, no, not to that level of physical violence. No No way. And I understand that there's like allegedly a history between Chris Rock and the Smith family in the sense that like, apparently, like, Chris Rock. He called her a TV actress. Yeah, in like 2016. Yeah, like, what has she done since like. She is a TV actress. All she has is Red Table Talk now. Are you kidding? Yeah, exactly. We know her for the Nutty Professor (laughs) and Red Table Talk. And Scream. And Scream. (laughs) And Scream 2, not even the original Scream. (laughs) T. Yeah, I don't know. But all in all, very poor form. Definitely took away. I just feel sorry for the actors who may have won their first ex or, like, you know, had their first time at the Oscars, like, all the actors that had been there for the first time, and they missed out on having their little piece of the limelight. Yeah, it got overshadowed. It was kind of of taken away by something so immature and childish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's really, that's what I feel saddest Mm. about. Yeah. Like, taking Will and Chris out of the picture. Yeah, like, you want to remember that, the, there was a deaf actor who won. Yeah. You know, like there are really exciting things like that. And then the fact that Will did win that award, you know, mm-hmm. it's completely overshadowing the fact that he that he won that award yeah. for a really great film. I haven't seen the film, but you have. Yes. And you really liked it. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. When did it come out? I didn't um, even see it come out. Recently, okay. I think. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, okay. Yeah, I think... My favourite thing from all of that, though, is the memes going around about Nicole Kidman's reaction to the slap. (laughs) (laughs) I love Liz Peter's reaction. Yeah, she's like, Um, (laughs) like, oop, (laughs) T. That would be me, though. I'd be like, okay, (laughs) go in. Just like, oop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's literally, she's the actual, like, physical embodiment of oop. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but, like, Nicole Kidman deserved, they should have just chucked her an Oscar and been like, that was great. Right. Yeah. Um, hilarious. But so all in good. all, yes. Wild week in Wild. pop culture. Yes. But then obviously Julia Fox's outfit was probably my one of my favorites. Iconic. On the Vanity Fair Oscars party. We so love Julia Fox so much. You yeah. and I are low-key obsessed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, God. She's just great. She kills my life. And people are just like questioning why she's there and stuff like that. It's like, you know what? Who gives a shit? She deserves to be there. She was. She is an actress. And I'm like, sorry. She's also like a pop culture icon. Exactly. Like the fact that she's taken being Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Gems. And that's really like, you know, that could have been like five seconds of fame and she could have like dipped. Mm-hmm. This is now like a four month like. Yes. She was with Kanye for not that long as well. Like trajectory. a matter of weeks. Totally. right? And now, and she's continued to string that out. Yeah. Into multiple appearances, being in a fashion, being in fashion week. Yeah. Um, being dressed by all these hectic designers now. Yeah. This collaboration with Pat McGrath. Like yeah. she's. Very smart. Very smart. Very smart. She I definitely knows how to make money moves. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Julia Fox. Yes. <laughs> okay. So 
We've been yammering on for a little while. So shall we get into this week's movie? Let's get into this week's movie. Um, So this week's movie is another iconic New York, (laughs) another iconic New York movie. It Mm -hmm. is Center Stage. Center Stage. Oh my God. I love this movie so much. It's like, yeah. I mean, I'll save my like opinions to the end, but it's been so great to rewatch. Yes. Um, Should we jump into the stats and stuff? Yes, yes. So the movie was released in 2000, iconic, Y2K. Um, <laughs> the rating was M. Uh, the category is drama, music, and romance. Um, the, director, the director is Nicholas Heitner. Noteworthy films are The Crucible, The Object of My Affection with Jen Aniston and Paul Rudd, mm. iconic. Um, and then like heaps of Shakespeare movies. Okay. Like he's made a like he's like redone like Othello, Midsummer Night Dreams, et cetera, et cetera. Really oh, random. Oh, Othello with Josh yeah. Hartnett and um It wasn't that much. Oh, that was O. Yeah. yeah that's that was right. a great movie though. Yeah. Budget eighteen mil, box office, it grossed twenty three point six mil. Okay. So like pretty good, I think. And then Rotten Tomatoes score, forty two percent. You know what? That's Better than New York Minute. It's better than the last, like, I reckon, month Georgia of movie Rule. we've yeah. watched. Like, 42, not That's bad. That's pretty good for a dance movie as well. Oh, 100%. Like, how often like, do they score? Like, unless it's, like, a new one, like, yeah. in the Heights or something. I wonder what, like, Step Up would have. I would love to see, like, a comparison. I'm but sure we'll find out when yeah, we do review it. Totally. Um, and then in regards to cast, we have Amanda Schull, Schull, Schull? as Jodie Sawyer. Um, the amazing Zoe Saldana as Eva Rodriguez. Both their first um, film. Movie. Yeah. 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 Wild. Um, Susan Mary Pratt as Maureen Cummins. Susan May. Susan May, sorry. Not related to Carrie Lynn Pratt. However, they both ber- or they both were in Drive Me Crazy. Or Spencer Pratt. Or Spencer Pratt. <laughs> I know, but it's like the double barrel names. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Susan yeah. May and Carrie Lynn. Yeah, I love it. Um, Peter Gallagher. Sandy Cohen Sandy as Cohen. <laughs> Jonathan Reeves, um, Deborah Monk as Nancy Cummins, uh, Ethan Scheifel, Scheifel as Stifle. Oh, Stifle, lol. As Cooper Nielsen, um, Sasha Redetsky as Charles Sims. Sorry, this is a long Charlie. one. Charlie. You got to get right. It's Charlie. Charles slash Charlie. I know, but you got to like know the <laughs> Okay, fair, fair, names. fair, fair. Um, Donna Murphy as Juliet. Uh, Julie as Kathleen, and then Ilya Kulik as Sergei. Iconic. A lot of forgettable names, yeah. um, but the main people that, you know, we're going to be talking about, obviously, will be like Amanda Jody. Shaw. Yeah. yeah. Jodie, Zoe. Yeah. Peter Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, the plot of the film... It's basically an American teen drama film about a group of young dancers from various backgrounds who enroll at the fictitious, prestigious American Ballet Academy in New York City. The film explores the issues and difficulties in the world of professional dance and how each individual copes with the stresses. Um, That's a really good, like, synopsis. That was really good, actually. It came from Wikipedia. Okay, come yeah, through. Yeah, I love that. Come through. Um, but for me, when I watched it, it was in the cinema. Got yes. a ticket. Um, came out in 2000, yeah. so I would have been 12, 11 maybe if it came out early in 2000. I was nine. Yeah, yeah. like hella young. Um, and I did go to the movies with um, my best friend 
who is a ballet dancer or was a ballet dancer. Oh, cute. Uh, yeah. And I think a couple of her other friends who were also dancers as well. So it was a really fun experience kind of getting to see it as a dance lover and then also through their eyes sort through of. Through the lens of another ballerina. Yeah, totally. yeah. Totally. Um, I saw it with one of my friends as well at the Ritz in Randwick. Oh, um, Yeah, I remember seeing it for the first time and I was just like obsessed. Oh my God. I wanted it's, to be, yeah. I wanted to do ballet so bad, but it was just like, it's actually a really expensive It's dance expensive, to do. yeah. So like prior to that, I had done tap and jazz dancing. They're hard as well. They're hard as well, yeah. But um, I really wanted to do ballet, but it's just like so expensive. Mm -hmm. Did you have dreams of going to Brent Street? Because yes, I did. <laughs> but you like, but they make you do um, ballet. Yeah. And I had no ballet experience. I no. was only, I was passable at contemporary. Yeah. I could sort of keep up with jazz, even mm -hmm. though I found the counts to be confusing. Yeah. Um, street funk and hip hop were my jams. Love it. Um, but yeah, ballet, none, no experience. But God, like this movie just made me wish that I was a ballet dancer yeah. so much. Yeah. It's just like, isn't it wild? Because it's actually like incredibly toxic. Like you can see it's quite yep. a toxic thing, but I'm like, I want it I so want bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're so athletic as well. Like yeah. the strength that they have to be able to hold themselves up and to totally. hold the other dancers up, to be on their toes like that. Yeah. My God. All those butts in those tights. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> those body oddy oddies. I was like, oh my God, they are like fit. I know you were looking at Cooper in the um in the, dance in the class? higher ground <laughs> in the higher ground dance class <laughs> <laughs> you were doing what jody was doing as she was i was like oh yeah. the fact that they pinned into the butt like as in she was looking at the butt i was like yeah. okay girl get it totally. you know what and i noticed this throughout the movie it was refreshing to kind of have rather than like you know quite traditionally it's like the male and you're seeing like the male gaze but mm. i think for this like you saw like the female gaze yeah yeah which i think was like really yeah refreshing it was like and equal different. as it was well like, yeah. yeah and th it, there was more nuance to it like you would pan into like the guy's butts and like you would see like the camera pan into guys butts and yeah stuff and then like you would that, pan onto you know? jody's face and see that she was smiling yeah you know, like that kind of thing was quite totally. funny and then like I mean, we're kind of jumping through, but also when we're introduced to Charlie, how he walks into the dorm room yeah. and Eric is like, and he introduces everyone, he's like, and I'm Eric and you're cute. Yeah. You know, like it's just, it's just so fun it's and refreshing. Fun and refreshing. And they're not afraid. Very ahead of its time as well. I mm. think as a movie, like this is me kind of skipping ahead as well, but I think like in regards to like relevancy now, I'm mm. like, I wasn't watching it and I was like, oh, cringe. Like you wouldn't say that now. You wouldn't do that now. Mm. Like I found throughout, it was quite like, quite progressive. It was just like I think. fresh and normal yeah. and fun. And they totally. weren't trying to, they, there was no agenda no. other than just showing like what the dance world could be like. Yeah. 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 There was no like, there had to be no awkward discussion about like Eric being gay mm. or like, you know what I mean? It was all very like authentic and organic, which I love. Yeah. You could just enjoy the movie. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Right. Yeah. I think that it's great as a dance film because also like dance films before like fame, flash dance and whatever, I think they did address like gay characters and stuff. Yeah. And they also did that in a really good way. I think dance movies have always been quite good at, you know, having gay characters and, yeah. and not making it seem, you know, like so scandalous or yeah. anything like that or just totally. like they really needed to point it out. It's like, no, they're just people. Yeah. 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 I think the only time like it gets brought up is the girls see Charlie dancing for the first time and they're like, is he straight, straight or gay? 
Yeah, and they freak and they're like, out. he's straight. They're like, like oh, they're so God. happy about it, which I think it's like funny and it's light. Yeah. And I quite enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, it was different. Yeah. And I really liked that. I yeah. love this movie. Oh my gosh. Me too. We start obviously with the audition scene and that's yeah. where people are auditioning to get into the American Ballet Academy. Um, these auditions are notoriously supposedly very tough um, and they can only accept six dancers in. Yeah. So there's hundreds of dancers who are going and like competing on that day or auditioning. Yeah. And it's wild that they only pick six. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Um, but they don't pick six on that day it's no. like they pick a bunch who get to go to the school so first they, yep. and then so it's at the end of the program six a bunch of people picked. get to go to aba first yes and then from there like could you imagine going through an entire year and being like oh my god like out of i guess like how many men are there like 25 or 30 mm. it's like you have like a 1% chance of like yeah. getting in. You know what I mean? It's mm. like three out of those 30, it's like a 10% chance you'll get in. And then even less for the girls because there's so many more girls totally. who are auditioning to go in. Yeah, um, insane. And then obviously we're introduced to the characters. Yeah. So we have Jodie who is our main girl. She's very wholesome. Yeah. Um, not from, I don't think she's from New York, right? Her parents come to her audition to no. attend. Yeah, they, yeah. And they come like at the end yeah. of the movie. I don't know. if No, they're, they're at the start at the audition scene at yeah, the start yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're yeah, like, are you yeah. sure you want to do this? And she's yeah. like, can't you just be happy for me? Yeah. When they find out that she gets in. They want her to go to like Virginia university or something like, like a that, smaller something. dance school. That's like more local. That's not as tough. Yeah. And I can understand like parents being protective of their kids, yeah. especially if they have an inkling of what that you know, dance ballet culture is like. Totally. Um, but yeah, I also just, you know, fully support like parents who support their kids and what they want to do. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and then you have Eva who is like her. Sassy her Rebellious. Yeah. I love Sassy her. Sassy Rebellious Eva. Um, I will say like, I actually fell in love with Zo like Zoe Saldana in this movie. I like, her character is just such a badass. Like she shows like so much strength and independence. She knows who she is and she knows she's good at what she does. And, and I don't arrogant think too. Yeah, I know. But like in saying that, I don't think, I think in like things like ballet, like you kind of need to be, especially like for a woman of color, right? Like that is a sea of white. You know, she was like the only girl of color at that school. So I, I kind of like understand her plight and I understand her rebelliousness. What they scold her for is her attitude. She's yeah. late. She's unkempt. She is late. She's never in the correct uniform. Yeah. She smokes. Like Dead. there's all these, you know, like, so, and, and I'm saying that because I see a lot of how I behaved as a teenager. Like, I know that we tease me for being like goody, goody and whatever. I wasn't really a goody, goody. Yeah. Like I was, <laughs> I was like a pest, like a sassy yeah. little bitch. And I, and I got a lot of that, I think from trying to emulate Eva and her yeah. attitude, like. Cause she was badass. Yeah. Cause it was just yeah. like, I adopted a lot of her traits, I think. Yeah. And, and looking back on it now as an adult, it's like. Her teachers were right, you know, yeah. like to have the conversation with her about, you know, you can't, there are people who feel, you know, who might feel victimized by their teacher and be like, oh, you know, they don't like me. They didn't pick me because of this and this. And it's like, it's not about that. You have to come to class. Yeah. Do what you need to do every day. Focus mm -hmm. on your technique. And, then and don't feel through. like you are entitled to this because you're not. I will say about Eva, she is a fantastic friend. Like mm, when... She's great. When 
the teacher's like scolding Jodie like in class, and it's like, even as a what, even as a viewer, I'm like chill out, like talk to her after class, like you're mm. really like going in on her, and she like stops the dance, and she's like, all right, she gets it, mm-hmm. like. I think she's a good friend. Yeah. And that's like a very admirable, like she's very loyal. Yeah. And even like to Maureen at the end when they're not really like that close. Mm. You know what I mean? I think she still does a lot of admirable things. Yeah, she's a good person. Yeah. I think she's that shit. we just, no, well, we just don't know anything about her background to yeah. know why she behaves the way that she does. Yeah. And it's the same that's true of Jodie and all the other characters except for Maureen. Maureen yeah. is the only person, even though she's not a main character, yeah. we know so much more about her parental um, relation, about her relationship with her parents or her mom. Well, I was going to say as well, one thing I found interesting about this movie, like rewatching it as an adult, mm. is like, like Jodie's the main character, but she also like kind of isn't. Do you know what I mean? It's like she gives main character energy, but like all the other girls all have solid. Like I would say there's her storyline, so story yeah, yeah. There's so many like lives going on amongst this, where like Maureen plays quite a pivotal role in the overall plot of the movie, and like so does Eva. Yeah. Um, Charlie has moments, you know, Cooper has little moments where he Cooper like, has a whole subplot where he's friends with like that rich lady and yeah. trying to get funding from her. I love it. Yeah. It's apparently a true story. It's apparently true. Yeah. Yes, which yes. I love. Um Yeah, so it's it's really that was really refreshing to me because I was mm. like, you know, Jodie should traditionally be the main character, but she like isn't. But she's not. And no. I think that's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love about the movie. I love that like, yeah, kind of breaks that like norm of like we're just following the one character. We're following the, the one. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like you really have snippets. It's almost like a TV show. I was going to say that. In yeah, a movie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they could make this a TV show and I'd watch it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not now though. I feel like they would ruin it. <laughs> um, okay. So then we have them getting into school, obviously. And then they kind of like all introduce themselves to each other. And they tell the other, like the male dancers that they're rooming with Maureen. And then we know instantly that she's kind of like the uptight queen bee. Yeah. Not even queen bee. Uptight like goody goody. Yeah. I would call her like a goody goody. She's really like. She's sh- not like the leader. People just don't like no. her. No. Yeah. She's really like striving for perfection. Like teacher's pet vibes. Yeah. And all also yeah. like stage mom vibes because yeah. her mom we find out is a former ballerina and which we don't find that out till the end because and her- works in like admin for the actual oh yeah 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 works for the academy yeah. like very entrenched in that ballet, in that world. ballet world yeah really totally. more so because she wants she wishes she was there and not because like the daughter wants to be there yeah totally um, one thing I loved is Susan May Pratt it's funny because she gets all like the lead roles but like she actually isn't a dancer yeah she, her She's and an Eric Schultz yeah. and Zoe Saldana they're the yeah. only ones who aren't dancers yeah insane yeah I yeah. think it's so funny I just kind of love during the audition scenes when Jodie is obviously dancing and you note straight away that she's not the best dancer but yeah. they think she's pretty yeah. and then um, one of the other dance teachers is like who let that disaster in here <laughs> and then the other teacher just goes hmm and he, it's everything in that one hmm that says it all it's like yeah. just that I agree I like disapproval like it's just so it's so tr- good it's like a but also, like, watching her dance, and obviously, like, it's done for the effect, but watching her dancing in Paris and the other girls, it's like, what is she doing here? Yeah. It's like, how did she get in? <laughs> you she know what I mean? She isn't the best. No, yeah. she isn't. She's quite, like, in that scene, like, I feel like she's quite, like, heavy. 
mm-hmm. footed. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, I feel like she's like kind of, yeah, landing quite hard and like, I'm not a professional yeah. <laughs> dance And I teacher, assume that she was doing that on purpose. Totally. She is a, prof- she is a professional dancer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She was also on House of Cards. Do you remember? Did you ever watch House of Cards? Uh, Bits and Bobs. Yeah. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was in that too. Um, you kind of expected her career to kind of kick off after this film, much like uh, Piper Perabos with mm-hmm. Coyote Ugly. Yeah. But you really didn't see much of them after, except after. for bit parts in TV shows. Yeah. You know? I would say like the only person that obviously had a really successful career post is Zoe is Saldana. Zoe, yeah. Obviously, iconically Avatar. Crossroads. Um, Crossroads, yes. She kind of like just kept it moving. Hey, she yeah. did great. Um, and then I do get Guardians her mixed of the Galaxy. Up. With Rosario Dawson, even though they don't really look the same. <laughs> yeah. They're different people, energy. obviously, but similar energy. I also used to get her confused with that British actress. Tandy Newton. Tandy Newton. Mm, yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. 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 They've got like a similar energy. Yeah. yeah. Like the big lids, that yeah. like warm, like uh, like chocolatey, like not even light chocolatey, like, I don't know. Yeah. Caramelly skin. Yeah. Well, what nationality is Tandy Newton? Is she half black? I think she's British, but... Yeah, must be like, mm. I wouldn't know, potentially like Jamaican because there's a lot of Jamaican people in... Yeah, and Zoe Saldana is England. South American? Yeah. yeah. I think she's like from one of like the South American islands, like yeah. the Caribbean. Yeah, ah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, I love the last name Saldana. It's just like rolls off your tongue. <laughs> it's stunning. <laughs> Me being obsessed with Zoe Saldana. Oh, my God. I love. <laughs> And then we also find out, so we start meeting the teachers um, yeah. and we find out that Cooper Nielsen is one of the teachers, but he's also actually met Jodie outside because he tried to help her with her bags. Yes. So they have that little meeting. Yeah. Um, and then she realizes, actually, no, she already knew that he was one of the principals, uh, one of the teachers there. Yeah. Of course, because he would be famous yeah. in the dance world. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then there's like Chatter because his ex-girlfriend, Kathleen, who was a principal dancer there, has recently gotten married to the director of the school. School. Married Sandy Cohen. Yeah, married, yeah. Sa- married, married, married Sandy Cohen. Jonathan. Um, she kind of looks like, uh, not Julie Cooper, Kiki. Like a brunette Kiki, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Dead. Yeah, so that's the scandal there is that, you know, the principal dancer has married the director of yeah. the academy. And you're not supposed to, like, intermingle, essentially. No, like, it's they like don't, workplace relationships. Yeah, they don't recommend you mingle within the whole dance like the whole ballet scene i love when um so jody's like uh, oh there's kathleen oh she's beautiful and then eva's like she kind of looks like a gerbil yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many like I, I i still remember so many of the mm-hmm. lines like verbatim it's so good so good um and then we have obviously like the fashion, the makeup, the hair. It's all very 2000s. I was going like to say. Like late 90s. I love this like clean, minimal aesthetic. It's mm-hmm. very like now. Yes. Yeah, it's all you know, trending now. It's all come this, back. This was like the kind of like, this th- This was this weird in-between moment between the 90s and 2000s where you saw that like kind of like minimal stripped back like there was still a bit of va-va-vum to a look like you might have had like a, you know, pale smoky eye or like mm. yeah. a lip. They hadn't, gone like a y- they hadn't gone Y2K just yet. No, yeah. no, but I loved it. Mm. I think it's like so iconic. Yeah, like there's that scene a little bit further in where they are watching the ballet. So they've all just, you know, like basically had their first week at the school and now yeah. they're all helping out 
at the first performance and Jodie is wearing this outfit, but it's mostly about her hair where it's like got those like stiff curls Mm -hmm. and she's wearing this pale blue eyeshadow and this like really pretty like muted movie lipstick and it's like so late 90s and I just die for it. I always think of Maureen leaving when like the cute guy asks her on the date Mm -hmm. and like she has like her hair beautifully like just like pulled back yeah i love the kind of juxtaposition of these beautiful ballet inspired hairstyles obviously because they're always trying to keep it out of their face yeah um you know i love that aesthetic yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then like the really minimal makeup i love it i just think it's like it was such so chic so chic and the way that they carry themselves because they have like that excellent posture yeah the way that they walk it's just like oh i love it yeah and like they're out like their wardrobes Mm. like so simple, like very everyday clothing, but like dancer off duty type yeah, vibes. Yeah. yeah. I also love it very randomly Maureen's look when she like storms out of her boyfriend's apartment and she's wearing like that really what oversized. Do you know? Yeah. What Nothing. do you know? That Nothing. weird like whisper yeah. that she does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best goddamn dancer in the American Ballet Academy. Who the hell are you? Nobody. Nobody. And it's like, um, old mates. Like, are you Batman? Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, literally, old mates starting to be a doctor. He's literally in medical okay. school. Like, <laughs> like, I think he might know what he's talking about. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> I love when they are doing this scene where he's like, okay. And then the you the gentleman like walks up to the woman. He's like, hello, I'm waiting. And then Sergei comes in. He's like, I am your slave. And she's like, I believe it more if you weren't staring at your own fucking reflection when you yeah. said it. <laughs> and the, and the, the teacher the, is the teacher's like, like Tea, but that's disgusting. Like, yeah, don't he's say like, it. if people wanted to hear profanity at the ballet, like they wouldn't be, they take the subway, they wouldn't spend $60 on a ticket to the ballet. But she has a point. Dead. I love so that good. Moment. I just love love the sass from mm-hmm. from Eva. Obviously, more dancing, and that's like really just so much of what the movie is. It is a true dance film. Yeah, it's not just dancing in the background. It's really like they they, they dedicate long, long, beautiful minutes and scenes to, you know, these dance moments. And these are professional dancers. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't actors by trade, you yeah, know? So, yeah. they, I mean, they act on stage mm. as ballerinas or whatever, but, you know, it's, you kind of see them at their best, the people that are dancers, mm-hmm. um, and you just see such beautiful but especially Cooper, like his scenes with Kathleen. Um, can we backtrack for one second mm. just to the benefit, how they're selling off like Kathleen's dusty old shoes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> stanky ass. Yeah, stanky sweaty ass, ass. Sweaty ass, bloody ass, probably mm-hmm. like ballet shoes. I love the scene where they're like wearing the shoes in and they have like vegetable peelers, like graters, yeah. they spraying water on it. I remember seeing that and asking Alicia, I was like, what the hell are they doing? She's like, you've got to break your shoes in before yeah. you wear them. Wow. She's insane because you buy these like fresh shoes Pristine and like shoes. you need to like. And then you got to fuck them off a little bit. And like from memory, like you go through the shoes like every couple of months. Mm. Like you need to repurchase them. Like yeah. you just burn them out so fast as a professional ballerina. Like maybe if you're doing it once a week, no. I but wonder like, like how much, you know how that, you know, like Nike, for instance, how they update shoes constantly to yeah. fit the needs of whatever athlete is using them. I wonder like how they would, what technology there is in ballet shoes and if they've changed much to how they were hundreds of years ago. I think they're the or same. Or decades ago. I think it's just always been like silk and 
Yeah. Like, would they, they reinforce it? Would there be any extra kind of padding? If you're a ballerina and you're listening to this, please, please write in. Know. Yeah. yeah. Can't you put, like, still caps in there or something? I know. Like, like so you don't lose a toenail? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Wild. I'm interested to know that too. So um, I would love if anyone has any knowledge yeah. around that. Yeah. Actually, my Let girlfriend Jill is also um, a former dancer and she, like, used to do ballet as My well. friend Beck is too. I might ask her. I'll just yeah. Be like, hey. Reach, us reaching out to all of our dance friends. We're like, yeah. skill me. <laughs> Can you confirm? <laughs> I love when Eva puts out the Siggy with mm-hmm. her point shoe. Yeah. She, like, gets kicked out of the class and then she just, like, has this yeah. Siggy outside. I love it. Yeah, so That's good. That's like the biggest ballerina flex oh, as well. She's, but like just the badass like in mm-hmm. her. I love her. She's yeah. great. So the movie kind of progresses with more dancing. Um, and, it, you know, it's pretty a, a, apparent that Jodie's not the best dancer. Mm-hmm. So they all go out for salsa. Well, prior um, to this, she had that conversation in the office where Jonathan was essentially like, do you want to see out the year, like... Yeah, like, because this might not be the best option for you just because yeah. she's not great. And then she's, like, you know, I was going to say Margot Robbie, but, like, some other professional dancer, like, didn't have good feet, supposedly. But <laughs> when she was on stage, she was the most incredible dancer ever. So it's, like, you either have it or you don't. Yeah, and he was, like, you can't teach that. So yeah. So he's essentially saying she's, like, boring. Yeah, very cutthroat. Yeah. But, you know, that's what it's like, I guess. Oh, Sandy. Um... And then they go out to Salsa, um, but on the, like, the, I guess the other storyline is that Maureen is hang- now hanging out with this guy. She's going, going on a date for the first time. Yeah. Um, and she goes bowling yeah. with the friends. And then they have that really awkward, like, background joke being told that's not funny yeah. about the mouse and the elephant. The mouse and the elephant. And then I just like remember watching Maureen's boyfriend and how hard he's laughing at it and he's like crying laughing and it's like, God, you're acting so good because that was like the shittest oh, joke I've, I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we get snippets of Maureen having an ED. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, com- the conversations about weight are pretty prevalent throughout, throughout the film. Throughout the movie. Yeah, like there's that their classmate who... Gets she, kicked out. She gets kicked out later on. Mary, I think yeah, her name is. But she's like, yeah. she's pretty normal size. Very normal weight. Yeah. But obviously too big for, I guess, the standard of the school. Mm. Um, and you definitely see like a lot of external pressure for perfection. And for like, to be like a certain weight, there's this huge expectation there. Um, and Maureen is like a product of this stress. You know what I mean? Like she, I definitely think. Her eating disorder is yeah, a product her, of the stress. Yeah. It's yeah. a product of the stress and it's a product of the industry. I and think. her mum as well. And her, her mum is pretty critical because you yeah. see them at the start talking about the other dancers. They yeah. immediately get together and start gossiping about like what the audition process was like, yeah. what her competition, who her competition was. Mm-hmm. So it's just a very kind of like, like toxic little pairing. And, yeah, totally. And skipping towards the end as well, her mum says something along the lines of like, she essentially like plays down the eating disorder and like essentially tries oh, yeah. to remember. She tries yeah, to like yeah. play it down and be like, it's not an eating disorder. And mm. Maureen's like, um, it is. Yeah, like, she's I'm like, literally I'm literally vomiting yeah. in the toilet. Yeah. 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 Um, it's sad. It's very, very really sad. sad. And I'm sure, you know, that's not uncommon in these no, kinds yeah. of industries. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, but watching that and watching how it was portrayed, I think it was done... 
in a really like informative way and I feel like you know some people aren't lucky enough to come to the realization Maureen did and they Mm. like end up being hospitalized or xyz Mm -hmm. um but yeah I thought that was like a really interesting subplot yeah yeah and then the conversation that she has with her boyfriend about it that's when she leaves in the middle of the night and he does point he's like I might know something about this because I am you know studying to be a doctor doctor. (laughs) this is kind of my field totally yeah but obviously he's not he's not a psychologist totally and the crux Um, of it is essentially like being a ballerina is so much of her identity like she comes back to him and she's like will you love me any less if I like if I'm I'm not not a ballerina ballerina." yeah 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 you know that's sad as well because she really thinks that that's why he was interested in her in the first place and it's like no sis it's not yeah he didn't even know you were a ballerina no, when you left would not have cared yeah yeah so the salsa scene is happening at the same time maureen is on her first date yes mm. yeah i love it yeah. any as soon as that music starts mm-hmm. mm, i just want to get up and dance yeah like i wish that i could salsa i love the dance off between like charlie and jody and then eva and, and eric eric yeah. it's like use the technique charlie <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's such like a fun, I mean, like everything you've seen prior to this is really serious. This is the first time these kids get to have fun. Yeah. You Let know. loose, have drinks. Yeah. Um, and then I love Sergey dancing with the old lady. Yeah. And he's, she's like, what are you doing? And then like the chicks before brushed him when he said that he was a ballet, a ballet dancer. Ballerina. So yeah. he's like, mafia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like so into it. Oh my God, I love it. And then she does get into the dancing. Like she's mm-hmm. a great dancer as well. She's a great well. dancer. Obviously a dancer by trade. Like yeah. you can tell. She's oh, definitely. so technical. I think I read that a lot of the dancers from the American like Academy. Yeah. Because obviously they, perhaps they filmed there. Um, it was actual dancers who were in the movie. Interesting. Like in the background. Yeah, um, the background Who are the dancers. other students. And a bunch of them actually became principal dancers. And one of them is the wife of Cooper. The actor who played Cooper. Oh, in real life? Yeah, Ethan Stifle. So oh, one wow. of the dancers, yeah, she married him. Yeah. I love that off the back of the movie. Um, I think maybe maybe they were in a relationship already, but yeah, yeah I think they got married like 10 years later. That's and then wild. Had a kid. Yeah. Love that. So are they cool. still together now? I think so, yeah. Cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously we have the salsa scene and then, you know, while that's happening, Maureen's on her date and then the following morning they're hungover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just so funny because you see them in class just like, Fully like doing the up, least, doing the least, yeah. and then they get kicked out, and then they have to clean all the mirrors in the studios, eight yeah. studios all together. Yeah. And it's fun because then they have like the water fight. Um, Maureen and then from Maureen, the door. yeah, because like she's not friends with them. Loner. And I think that that's what she's starting to realize that she's missing in her life is yeah. that friendship. She's worked so hard to build her professional career that like she's let any other facet of her life completely slip. The ice queen is melting. Yeah. Mm. I love when she's like, I keep calling her Zoe, but I love when Eva's like, you br- careful with that one. You break it, you bought it. You bought it. it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sergei's obviously partnered with Maureen. With Maureen, um, yeah. And he's hung over as fuck. Yeah. Um, Almost drops her. Yes. Uh, so then Jody needs to let loose and mm-hmm. this is when she goes to the Broadway dance um, studio. studio and yeah. does some jazz. Which is just so like that dance studio is so like what I would imagine a dance studio in New York to be like. Yes. Like it's so quintessentially New York. Like everyone's wearing these really like Fully cute 80s, dance Fully 80s like dance outfits. Yeah. 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 
they're all like kissing each other. Yes, like, I love how kissing. she's observing that and she's just like the environment that she's come from is so uptight. Yeah. And then she's seeing these dancers who are just so relaxed, so smooching loose. each other, sharing food. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the warm up to Candy, Mandy Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. I definitely copied that. So this movie... And I know I say that a lot of the movies that we've watched have influenced my life and my childhood. But yeah. when I say this movie had a chokehold on me. Oh, it had a chokehold on me And my too. entire class, because I forced them to do the dances yeah. in Dance Fest. <laughs> I made, basically made them, made us like copy it as it was, best as I could. It was Julia Fox's Vanity Fair Oscar look to me. The chokehold. The chokehold. Oh my God, yeah. yes. Literally that was the movie. Because I have here in my notes Year 10 Dance Fest and mm. I'll have to show you the video after. Maybe I'll link it in the show notes. I don't know. Did you ever do Rocker Stedford? Yes, I did Rocker yeah. Stedford. I did Dance Fest. It's all on DVD and um, we used the songs from it. We had, you know, Higher Ground. We had Jamiroquai. Yeah. We had Rough Ends, like If I Was The One. Like so many of those The songs. soundtrack to this movie is just like it's phenomenal. It's so good. Yeah. And it's like it kicks yeah. off right from the start of the movie with that, um, with the Jamiroquai song. Yeah. And right away, you just know that the mu- the music is such a pivotal part of, of, the, of the whole movie. Of the whole movie. Yeah. 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 Um, and this scene is so good because it's just such a fun dance. Um, you know, Higher Ground. This is the Red Hot Chili Peppers remake of the Stevie Wonder song. Yeah. It's just fun. It's light. She gets to, you know, do different, you know, different techniques. You see a different perspective of dance. You see mm-hmm. how dance can go from something that's very serious, but can also be something very fun yeah. and enriching, mm. you know. Um, and obviously in this class, we have the iconic Cooper. Oh, yeah. So Cooper shows up yeah. and that's... um. Yeah, they notice each other. Yeah. Clearly. She uh, notices his badonk, <laughs> his butt. <laughs> you know what I notice though is, you know, when they're warming up and they're doing the kick behind yeah. their head, there's the one dancer and it's a guy and he kicks fully behind his yeah, head. It's yeah. Like, whoa. And he shows up later in the movie as like Cooper's assistant uh, in the school. But it was just like, that is so funny because there's Jodie sitting in front of him and her leg doesn't go as high. And then there's a guy behind her who's more flexible. That's like, bam. Yep. So they obviously finish that class. It's like very enriching for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cooper asks her to go for a ride on his little motorbike. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper obviously lives in Brooklyn because they go over the bridge. Yes. And as they're going across the bridge, the Mandy Moore song, I Want to Be With You, is playing. Yes. And that is uh, supposedly the main song from the film. Yeah. Which I wouldn't agree with. I'd be like, I'd think Higher Ground yeah. or Canned Heat. So I think that song like charted quite well off yeah. the back of the movie as well. And then they go have sex. <laughs> <laughs> they essentially go have sex. Oh, he, they go back to his house for dessert. So then it's the next day. And is this when they find out about the different dance um, productions that are happening at the end of the year? And she's been yes, cast. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Jodie's been casting Cooper's. Cooper's. Correct. Yeah. Um, that Like a few things happen in between. She like, Loki becomes obsessed with Cooper. Mm-hmm. She keeps saying, like, he's her boyfriend, but he isn't really, like... They hooked up. Yeah, that boundary wasn't set. You know what no, I mean? No, it was a one-night stand. It was a one-night stand. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to hit it and quit, quit it, it, but she didn't get it. No. She was being a stage five clinger. She's too, like, wholesome and just wants to be loved. Totally. Like, 
and then she gives him dessert in yeah, front of Kathleen. Yeah, gives him dessert in front of Kathleen. And Kathleen does the big doe eyes and flutters her lashes at him after to pay yeah. him out. It's so funny. Dead. And then she goes to the show to watch him backstage. When he's at the nutcracker. He's in the nutcracker. He's in the nutcracker. Um, and then he walks out with like another girl and she like gets the hint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, he's such a grub. Fuck boy. Yeah, fuck boy. But like, just tell her. Just tell her you're not interested in a relationship from the start. Exactly. But then like in typical fuckboy fashion, as we'll see moving forward. Oh yeah, he keeps he trying. He really does send mixed, mixed messages. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I understand why she's so confused because, you know, you can see this, you can see this kind of push and pull from him where he's like probably unsure himself you know what's going on. He seems to have maybe recently broken up with Kathleen. Like, yeah, he's just he's rebounding from Kathleen. Kathleen yeah. split up with him, got married to Jonathan, and he's upset about it still yeah. because he went over to Europe and was he's salty, stooping every ballerina he could. Yeah, and nothing's changed. The dumb, dirty dog. Dumb, dirty dog. Um. So then, you see that tension kind of happening. In the dance rehearsals for his performance. Um, And Charlie notices as well because Charlie obviously likes Jodie. Um, We've completely skipped over that plot line. But they had chemistry when they went salsa dancing. There's just so many plot lines. And she said that he had sweet sweat. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Am I sweaty? Yes, but you're also sweet. Sweet sweat. (laughs) Yeah. So stupid. I hate that. Um. So Charlie can see that um, mm-hmm. and I think Jody tells him, you know, like I, I'm kind of seeing someone and it's like, you're kind of not, hun. You're kind of like stalking someone. <laughs> oh, God. And then we have more of um, Maureen and her mom. Her mom realises um, that Maureen's got a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so much of Maureen's mom just being like a toxic stage mom. Yeah. And really. Toxic stage mom. And it seems like Maureen's dad's like a little bit absent because like she speaks to him on the phone. Never, oh, yeah. We don't ever see him. No, we never we? see him physically, but mm. she speaks to him on the phone and that's it. Yeah. 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 I did like the girl, Amanda. Is it Amanda? Who's the one who leaves? Because she's about her weight. I thought her name was... Mary? Mary. I don't know. Um, But her mum picks her up and she's like, you know, don't let anybody tell you that you're not good enough and that you're all beautiful, like God made you, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of Maureen's breaking point, right? Yeah. The beginning of her breaking point. Mm. She then like has to fight with her partner. XYZ. Yeah. And just seeing that there's a different kind of relationship that you can have with your parents. Yeah. Where they are more supportive and they just want to protect you. Yeah. And they, you know, they care about what you want to do. Like the amount of times that I asked my parents if I could do a sport, got sick of it after two weeks and then they just like let me quit. Like, yeah. It's great. My mum was... I feel the bad they wasted so much money though. Totally. My mum was the queen of letting me like pursue my artistic pursuits. I, I almost say to her sometimes, I was like... I wish you pushed me to be more studious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my mom was kind of like the opposite where like she would allow me to like do all these creative things. And she was like, you're an Aries, you're supposed to be creative. So like that was like what was like stuck in her head. And I was like, I wish you would have like pushed me at like school a little bit more. Cause like I loved all my extracurricular stuff. Like I loved painting. I loved singing. I loved, you know what I mean? Dancing. But yeah, it was like, the day-to-day, like, you know what I mean? Like, math. <laughs> Did your mum have a really strict upbringing, though? Yeah, she would have. Like, she came from, like, Italian family. You mm. know what I mean? Like, Because my mum did, like, hella strict. Yeah. Like, she got accepted to a, um, to a university in the US. And her mum told her that she couldn't go. 
Oh my god! So she'd already like finished her degree. She was going to do like her masters over in the US. So she was already an adult. And her, my grandma was like, yeah, no, you're not going. And so she couldn't go. So with us, and a lot of the decisions in her life were very much made by her parents. Yeah. So with us, she was very like, what, do whatever makes you happy as yeah. long as you make money. Yeah. Like, and, but even if you aren't making money, we'll still help you. Yeah. You know, as long as we just don't, we don't want you to have any regrets. Yeah. So. How yeah. were her parents about her moving to Australia? They, they were the reason that she moved. Because she was like, I'm done. No, no, no. She moved to Australia because of them. Oh. So my grandfather was in the Navy and they left in the 70s. Okay. And they moved to Australia. My mom was in the 11. Okay. And then they went back and forth. And then my mom did uni in the Philippines. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the thing. And, and also when it came to us getting US citizenship, because my grandmother was born in San Francisco, yeah. we would have been able to get it. Um, but when my mom asked, my grandmother said no, because you're Australians, <gasps> so you don't need it. So like there's lots of, I don't know, there's like so much to unpack with my family. That's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would love American citizenship. I just know. To have it. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Like I would love to just be able to have it. Yeah. Like. Totally. Wild. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why with us as kids, she was very much just like, go and do what makes you happy. So. They're essentially like all practicing for their final show i guess essentially so you have jonathan and the female dance instructor i forget juliet uh, simone juliet simone you have their i think they're doing the they're not doing the nutcracker uh giselle no yeah something. one of the one of the like, very, like something very generic yeah 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 um then you have i feel like there's three oh right? so maybe it's simone's jonathan's mm -hmm. and then cooper's mm. and cooper essentially wants to like bring ballet to the people or bring ballet to like the populace um and bring it into like the 21st century it's such a vanity project it's so like trying to be cool it's like, literally about him it's about him yeah and her it's about him and, and kathleen um, and jonathan kathleen and yeah it's just so it's it's literally the 2000 version of lexi's play literally <laughs> <laughs> It is. But yeah, they're essentially training for that. You see some like tumultuous things happen between Maureen. Jonathan. Oh yeah, Jonathan yeah, and Jonathan and Cooper. Mm. And John and Cooper and Charlie. Cooper and there's a lot of drama llama. Yes, yes. In the lead up to the final performances. Mm -hmm. Um Eric breaks his foot. Yes, Eric breaks his foot. Yeah. Really sad. So Cooper very quickly puts his hand up to jump <laughs> in. It's like, sis, you don't need to be doing it's this. It's literally like, this, a project for, for the students. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is so like, you could He's have given this to the understudy. Egomaniac. Yeah, egomaniac. Narcissist. Yeah, he yeah. wanted it to be perfect. Yeah. You know? Because um, it's literally about his life. Yeah, because <laughs> this is literally about him securing the bag so he can start his own company. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, and then, obviously, in the background, Maureen has the fight with her boyfriend yeah. because he confronts her about um, her ED. And then she leaves. Um, and then she speaks to her mom and says she's quitting. And yeah. then reconciles with the boyfriend. Um, and then we have the performance night. Well, she never speaks to her mom and says she's quitting. Oh, yeah, remember, she, just she just doesn't. Remember, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so, we get to performance comes night. Comes to performance night and... 
they're all ready to go. Mm-hmm. And instead of Maureen being front and center, it is actually it's Miss Eva Miss Baby. Rodriguez. Yes, yes. come um, through, honey. And Maureen's mum loses her shit and yeah. leaves in the middle of the performance because she's so shocked. And so is Sergey. Yeah. They didn't tell anyone. No. She just subbed in for her. No one knew. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan yeah, yeah. didn't know. Yeah. No one knew. So but she kills it. Yeah, she kills She's it. Amazing. That's right. Yeah. Her mum storms out and then Maureen confronts her mm-hmm. in the lobby, tells her why she's quit and essentially says, like, this is your dream. You just you didn't, didn't have, have the, the feet. Yeah, you didn't have the feet. I don't have the heart. Yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> the line verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Sounds like, like an OnlyFans. Like um so then um, we <laughs> <laughs> feet pics. <laughs> So then we have the final performance of Cooper's, um, and I just love this. Like, I love the set, yeah. the set changes. The s- I love the tracks that they the use. The set is the most interesting. Like, starting off with that iconic "The Way You Make Me Feel" mm-hmm. like track. I was just like, and the bike driving in. Like, I get chills just thinking about. Oh, it. I had it's goosebumps like, the whole yeah, performance. Yeah, I had goosebumps the whole performance. I was like, yes. yes. And then takes her away on his bike and then yeah. there's the love scene. The love scene is like raunch A. He has so Cooper, Ethan Stifle has these two moves that he does all the time. It is the over the top of the female yeah. where he does the slow let down. And then there's this other one later on in the performance where he goes Yeah. That he weird does, dance. It's like that weird wiggles yeah. move. Yeah. It is the well, weird I'll find a gift and we will post that on dance. stories. Um but yeah, so then they have the love scene and mm-hmm. then she's late to class. Yeah. Um, this is all happening in the dance performance, mind you. Um, and then what happens? And then love Cooper scene. and Charlie have a fight. Yeah. And then she uh, runs away. And yeah. then they have that if I was the one scene, the romantic like in the streets like of New York scene. Yeah. Yeah, which is very cute. And then... And the dance-off between Charlie and Cooper. And Cooper. And then, like, essentially she's, like, that last scene where, like, she's, like, pushing them away, remember? And it's essentially, like... In the red. Independent candy. girls. Yeah, candy. Yeah. But I yeah. love the transition from her being in the blue... Um, no, Quite in wholesome. the purple outfit yeah. to the red shoes. It's yeah. the red out. It's the red shoes and then goes up to the red outfit. And it's, like, that's not realistic... But I love it. Yeah, it's like they would have had to have been a stop pen, like the you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, they would have stopped like, the show. They would have stopped the show. For this her would to have get been changed, a transition. Do her hair up in those braids. Yeah, change into the red shoes, the red outfit, the red makeup with the smoky eye. Like so totally. many changes, but it happened immediately, and I was okay with that. Can I just say as well the outfit change in the first scene where he like unravels it? I was like, oh, this is giving RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, Ruth's in the crowd. Like, oh I was God. like, that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't think that was the vibe they were going for. <laughs> no, but it was very like RuPaul's Drag Race vibes, okay. like outfit reveal vibes. <laughs> and then, yeah, I guess like really strange, but post-show, obviously they, I don't know if this is real or not, but like they announce who's kind of like getting a position in mm-hmm. what dance who's academy. Who's going to be a principal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. who's going to be a principal, X, Y, Z. Um, Eva gets into the ADA. ABA. ABA, sorry. And so does Eric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so head case and cripple, as they said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Jody turns down. We don't know that she was ever going to be offered. Yeah, we don't know what she turns down. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to hear it, but mm. she wants to start with Cooper. dance company with Cooper. Be a yeah. principal with him. Yeah. Just like, why? Yeah. It's like, do you still like him? Yeah. Which, what I don't understand as well, 
about being a principal, like, can you still dance, like, professionally? For some reason, I thought they were, like, a teacher. Yeah, I guess because no. I'm thinking, like, principal. I think principal dancer. So, like, you're the main. You're the main yeah. dancer. But yeah. dancer friends, please let us know if we're wrong. Yeah. Um, and then Charlie gets into the ABC, American Ballet ABA. ABA, I think. AB. Maybe in real life it's called ABC. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He gets accepted into yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, that's kind of Maureen ends up with her boyfriend. Mm. Just to live a nice, normal life. Just to live a wholesome, normal life that's been, like, ripped from her for the last, like, what, 21 years of her life or whatever mm. they are. Yeah. 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 And then that's it. That's it. Oh, my God. She's done. I just... 10, 10 fuzzies from yeah, me. Like, 10 from so me as good. well. It's ultimate woman fuzzies. Like the yeah. excitement that I got from watching that and just reliving my childhood through it. Like, yeah. They're like getting the chills in the last dance yes. scene and like, like having the goosebumps. I have goosebumps now just like retelling it. And I've seen it so many yeah. times, but it just yeah. doesn't get old. Yeah. I love the way like this like depicts so many people's lives versus like, you know, just your standard like main character. Mm. As I discussed earlier, I just think, yeah, fabulous movie, fantastic cast. Um, yeah, I love. Yeah, it's not winning Oscars, but it did win a choreography award. Yeah. Yes. And it's winning the hearts. Winning of the, the hearts of millennials worldwide. Of the world. Yeah. 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 Um, I think, yeah, as we discussed, the Rotten Tomato score was like 42%, but the viewer rating is like 84 mm. or something. Like it's something super high, which is what I always go off when I'm like watching a movie anyway, because I'm just like, Rotten Tomatoes are always whack. It's yeah. like, I look at the viewer, like the audience score, and I'm like, if the audience score's good, I'm in. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, soundtrack, incredible. I listen to it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I think that's the reason I got into Red Hot Chili Peppers initially. Oh, yeah. Because I was so young, I only liked Britney and Mandy Moore. I probably know that and that other, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Mm. How long and long. That one. (laughs) You know, a lot of his songs, there's one song that's called... I don't ever want to feel, you know, under the bridge. Yes, yes, that's like a great one. A lot of yeah. his songs were written while he was like deep, deep into drugs. Like, because he's like a full-blown like heroin addict. Oh my Anthony God. Because I read his book, Scar Tissue. And he talks about like some of these incredible, like iconic songs. And he was like fully on drugs when he wrote them. Jesus. Like, honestly, like musicians write from like the depths of like their pain and like the thing. It's wild. Like, yeah. They're true artists. They like, are. Crazy. Anyway, um, iconic soundtrack. Yeah. Love it. That Latin song in there. Oof. Iconic. Yeah. That's a really good one. Come, baby, come, baby, come to me. Yeah. So good. So good. Okay. Um, Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. That was fun. Thanks so much for joining us again, guys. Um, or thanks for joining us if it's your first time. Welcome. We've got some new listeners. Welcome. Yeah. So... You can find us on Instagram at warm and fuzzy underscore podcast. I post daily content. I also post some fun stories and polls. Um, definitely engage. Let me know what you want to see and I'm happy to put it up. Um, you can also follow Amelia at, at Amelia Singson and you can follow me at at Shanino underscore. And you can leave us a voice note on Anchor. We love. We love. All right. We will see you guys next week with another episode. Yes. See you next week. Bye. Bye.